In this episode of Josh Reed's Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read A Wise Ass by Charles Bukowski from his collection of poems, sifting through the madness of the word, the line, the way. A wise ass, that's what I was on campus. Some of the professors, I'm sure, feared me, or at least preferred I not be in their class. I had a scarred and lean countenance, and I slouched in my seat, hungover and dangerous. I refused to buy the assigned books or study. I was insolent, cool and crazy, and I drank and fought every night. My parents supported me out of fear. I was the meanest 18-year-old son of a bitch in the world. I would leap up in class and make incoherent speeches challenging whatever the professor had just said. I was a pain in the ass, and I thought I was tough. But I was afraid to go out for the football team or ask a girl for a date. I guess I was crazy. All I read was Nietzsche and Schopenhauer. I was taking journalism and art classes, and when they asked us for one writing assignment a week, I wrote seven. Some said I was a genius. I felt like a genius. Or I felt like I thought a genius should feel. One day I got in a fight after art class with the 200-pound fullback of the football team. We fought for 30 minutes on the campus lawn. Unfortunately, nobody stopped us. I finally won, although I never expected to. I kept waiting to lose, and it didn't happen. Then I began to get popular, and I couldn't take that, so I pretended to be a born-again Nazi. Then I got a lot of freaky guys full of hate trailing after me, so I told them to fuck off, and I became the school recluse. I don't know. After two years on campus, I didn't want it anymore. So I quit and got a job in the railroad yards as a labourer. I rented a small room downtown and roamed the streets at night. Some genius I was. Some goddamn genius. I made several trips to the Herald Examiner and the LA Times and told them I wanted to become a reporter. I never made it past the receptionist's desk. Fill, fill out these forms, they said. I shoved them back. They didn't know I was a genius. One night in a bar, I got in a fight with a little guy. He must have weighed only 130 pounds. He whipped my ass. The next night, I tested him once more. He whipped my ass all over again. A week later, I took a bus to New Orleans. Somewhere along the way, I bought a book by a famous guy called Hemingway. I couldn't read it. The fucking guy couldn't write. I tossed the book out the window. A girl on the bus kept staring at me. She turned in her seat and made a sketch of my face. She wrote her address on the back of the sketch and got off at Fort Worth. I went on to Dallas, got off, caught a shave, shouted at the Y, took a bus back to Fort Worth and found her. I sat in the front room with her a while, her mother sat in the bedroom. We talked a long time. It was great. She was beautiful. Then she held my hand and started talking about God, and I got the fuck out of there. I took another bus to New Orleans. I had a portable typewriter with me. That's all that I needed to prove I was a genius. That, and another 35 years. Thank you. And onto the commentary for a wise ass. So just quickly, um, the title of the poem, and I've written this in the podcast, he does actually say a wise ass, which I'm pretty sure he doesn't mean a wise donkey, so I pronounce it ass to distinguish between the donkey and the body part. I, I read this poem because I really like the end. 
the last stanza where it says, I took another bus to New Orleans. I had a portable typewriter with me. That's all that I needed to prove I was a genius. That, and another 35 years. This poem is very, very autobiographical of Bukowski, but that last sort of stanza is, is so very true that Bukowski didn't really start getting published till he was in his 50s, um, late 50s, before he got published, before he started making a name for himself as a poet. And then he wrote some novels and, and got famous for that as well. Um, but it's that idea, and the whole, I guess, top uh, subject of this poem is there's this really clever kid, but, you know, drinking and fighting and boredom and restlessness, and then, you know, he drops out of studying and goes and works as a laborer, and, and basically that, that sense of entitlement where, where he says, I never made it past the receptionist's desk. Fill out these forms, they said. I showed them back. They didn't know I was a genius. It's like that sense of entitlement um, that because you think you're something, everyone else should agree with you. Um, and I think he's being slightly tongue-in-cheek, slightly ironic in this poem. But the idea that, you know, he then sits down and spends the next, you know, 35 years reading and writing and, and sort of living, and I think that's one of the reasons why Bukowski's poetry is so popular is because they're all, you know, they're autobiographical, or they're, they're stories he's heard or things he's seen, and... So there's a certain level element of autobiographical detail in probably 90% of what Bukowski wrote. And I think that realness, that lack of fiction, attracts a certain kind of reader. And that's why his estate has managed to publish some 15 or 20 volumes of his poems. Um, because he was so prolific at typing, he was... As Capote said of Kerouac, you know, Truman Capote said of Kerouac riding on the road, that's not riding, that's typing. And I feel like that criticism applies to the way Bukowski treated poetry. And that's why it's quite easy to dismiss Bukowski as a poet. It's like, nah, he's not that great of a poet, but he's quite a good storyteller. And I don't feel that that could be taken away from him. You can argue to be blue in the face whether he was a good poet or not. I feel like that's a subjective argument. It's really up to the reader, um, to you as a reader, to decide whether you think he's good or not. But as a storyteller, he um, he's definitely got a down pat. And that, that's why I come back to Bukowski sparingly for this podcast, is because I don't think it sounds like poetry, so I'm not a huge fan of reading out loud. But the stories are good, and the stories are worth hearing. Well, not worth hearing, but they're entertaining. Um, and that's why we'll periodically uh, read a Bukowski poem for this podcast. And and that's it for me. Um, thank you very much, as ever, for listening. I appreciate you for... If you've made it this far, I really do appreciate you. Thank you very much.